Welcome back to another episode of everyone's favorite convention-related podcast, Con Job. This week, Alexa and I are joined by friend of the show and longtime listener, Brittany Braun from Brittany Braun Designs, as we do a review of Level Up Vegas, which took place February 17th through the 19th in Las Vegas. Without further ado, Alexa, how's it going? Well, we'll we'll hear uh, <laughs> we'll hear we'll hear about how it's going uh, um, in this podcast. Trust me. And when you said Alexa, my uh, my my Alexa went off. It was kind of funny. Oh, I like to see. Yeah, we're on the same wavelength. So uh-huh. um, this week we are joined by uh, I would say longtime listener, longtime person on the show as well. That's uh, true. Yeah, Miss Brittany Braun from Brittany Braun Designs. Uh, it's Ms. Brittany Braun. Thank uh, you very yes. much. Yes, I apologize well, for that. Miss it's is. Not, uh, it's Miss is, exactly. Well, but he, I, yeah, I'm technically Brittany Marquez now. I was going to yeah. say Braun is but, yeah. no longer, but we're, that's, let's not, let's not. In the business that. world, it's yes. saying Brittany Braun. <laughs> yeah. Look, I'm just going to brag and say that I got to see that happen. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, there you go. So, uh, Brittany, we're we're going to be talking about uh, Level Up Expo or Level Up Vegas, right? Level Up Expo. Yep. Level Up Expo. Yeah, in Vegas. Yeah. Uh, this was what, what were the dates for this show? So everybody knows was this was this past um, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, seventeenth, eighteenth, and nineteenth of February. February. Right in Vegas. And so, yeah, so tell us, tell us, uh, you know, a little bit about you again, and then we'll get into the show. Uh, Brittany Braun Designs is a women's wear company, although we don't discriminate anyone who wants to wear a skirt, a top, (laughs) an accessory, a hat, uh, socks, earrings, we got it all. Um, And I'm based out of Los Angeles, do shows all over the country, been around since 2014 it's so crazy to think how long it's been but it's been a fun ride <laughs> now, and new and newish mom so if you hear a baby screaming in the background new-ish. that's lily that's the famous lily <laughs> we have the famous, you, uh, lily you, the famous willy it's true we got we got we got all the uh, uh, all the e's covered Brittany, lily um <laughs> now you something that you said this weekend that because i I, I got to see you this weekend because I was out for that show. Um, you're nerd adjacent. Explain what that means. So to to set myself apart, but also to cover myself as far as some licensing and trademark issues are concerned, um, I only work with officially licensed fabrics for my skirts. But because of the type of fabric, so they're a cotton woven I can't use them for um, like tank tops and t-shirts and things like that because they're not stretchy. So I would say 75% of my booth is what I call nerd adjacent, which means that most of the, the nerds and the geeks and the random people who go to conventions will be interested in the types of things that I feature, but they're not necessarily a specific fandom. So we have cats and dogs and cute animals and science and dinosaurs and kind of 
stuff that people can nerd out about. I mean, obviously everybody knows cat ladies are crazy. So like people get really excited when they come to my booth. So they're nerding out, but about cats. Um, and then, you know, a big part of comic book conventions now is becoming um, science and technology. So we try and feature some of that stuff too. Um, dinosaurs are really popular for me, chemistry. Um, and then now I'm starting to get people asking for things like, um, I have a circuit board skirt and um, things that have to do with that kind of stuff. And then of course we do gaming and stuff like that too. That's not necessarily a licensed thing, but just has to do with the gaming world. Right. And I, I've been to market. With, yeah, it did. <laughs> I, I've been to market with you and I've seen you like go through the process of like figuring out what you're buying. So you uh you put a lot of thought into it and make sure that it it fits into a whole bunch of different little pockets. Yeah. And the goal for my goal has always been our motto is to dress you in cute head to toe. So I literally sell things like hats and headbands and then all the way down <laughs> to socks. So a lot of a lot of people who want to wear stuff that's maybe a little funkier like what you see at comic cons they don't necessarily know how to put it together and in the same way that you walk into a mall and there's a mannequin that has a whole outfit and people come in and they say i want that whole outfit it's the same thing at my booth too people see the skirts and they go well, i don't know what to wear with it and i'm like well let me let me show you let me put this together and so that helps me of course sales wise but then my clients also feel like they got something that they can instantly wear because they have the whole ensemble. There she is. There she is. She's she's here? mad that uh, that you're not doing baby stuff yet. Yeah, she's talking to the cat. As soon as you said <laughs> head to toe, she was like, "Hey, that's me." <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> and now people are asking for baby stuff, which oh, there's so many reasons that I haven't gotten into that world, but. Um, the easiest one I explain to people is, and what a lot of people don't understand about the industry, and you probably get this a little bit, um, Alexa, with your glassware and safety and things like that, but the process of getting baby clothing and items approved is so difficult. And I've talked to a couple other vendors who do things and they've attempted to get involved in it too. And it's like pretty much known that every time you submit something for like a safety review, they're going to send it back to you, even if it's perfect, just to say that basically, oh yeah, we, we really made sure. So with fabrications and things like that, it's just like, it's nearly impossible to get officially approved for it. But then I would also have, I would feel, you know, obviously terrible if someone ever was like, oh, well this uh, onesie wasn't the proper material for sleepwear. Like, it just it's just very complex but anywho side note so hey <laughs> if you guys ever want to do a an episode about how to get into the clothing industry let's not get off stuff. track right <laughs> yeah yeah well, let's Sorry. let's uh let's save that for another day let's talk about uh, let's talk about the show because like i said i was there and i it, it was it was it was it was it was crazy yeah in a good way i hope mm-hmm. well mostly talk. good ways yeah all right, so, so Friday. Yeah, let's get into Friday. Well, actually, no, let's get into Loden. Yeah. Uh, Loden was, for the most part, a piece of cake. Um, I talked to a couple vendors who went through the front door. Um, I actually used the dock this time because I drove from L.A., but um, the couple people I talked to that went through the front door, they were able to park in the parking lot and use their carts and went, went straight in. Um, the dock, 
I took me about an hour and a half from when I got there to actually pull up to my booth. So at this show, they actually let you drive the car right up to your booth, which is awesome. Um, but that being said, originally when they opened the dock doors, Colton, the guy who runs the show, was escorting every single car to its booth. So only one car essentially could go in at a time and then he'd have to come back over to the docks and get those people signed in. And, and it was a really nice gesture, but it took forever. And finally, um, maybe about a half hour before I finally got in, I guess they had either, either he said, okay, let other people start walking them in or they had more staff or volunteers or whatever show up because I was taken to my booth, not by Colton, by somebody else. But, um, Aside from that, it was as simple as could be because we could pull right up to the booth. And that's always the that best. No, it's 100% the best. Yeah. It was, yeah. All right. They so did then... have to announce, you know, the, the whole, we're going to tow your car a couple times for a couple cars that they were like, no, seriously, if you don't come right now, it's getting towed. So <laughs> those people suck, but, you know, aside from that. There's always a couple of those. Yeah. All right. So load in pretty simple. Um, Let's talk about let's talk about the hours for Friday. So Friday went eleven to eight. Yep. I blanked there for a second. Sorry. Um, VIP was an hour. Ugh. We all know how everyone on this episode feels about VIP. Um, it was just an especially long day to be open till eight, and then also have the VIP hour. Um, that being said, we were legitimately busy until eight o'clock and that went for every day. We, it wasn't like at six o'clock, you know, the last two hours of the show, it, it, uh, you know, it petered out. It was, there were people the whole day, um, VIP hour, of course, nothing. I mean, I, I maybe saw 20 people. Um, walking around, I might have made one sale. I think I sold a couple pairs of earrings, but um, that I just I don't know. I just don't feel like that hour still was necessary because twelve. It, it gave you it gave you a little bit of extra time to um set to set up your booth, yeah. though. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> it also requires exactly. you to be there, which sucks. Yeah, it sort of locked me in in my booth for the extra hour, which I think is the real reason the VIP is such an issue, is because for people who do the show solo like i do most of the time i still don't feel quite safe leaving my booth unattended because there are people walking around but then at the same time i gotta pee before the show starts and if i could i could go to the bathroom 55 minutes later than the the vip hour then that'd be great well and i mean that's a that's a long friday i mean because vip vip started at 10 and went until 11 correct no vip went from 11 to 12 Okay. Okay. Yeah, but still, eleven to eight. Even if you did yeah. twelve to eight, that's still that's still a full eight hour day on a Friday. So to add that on a Friday, so to add that extra hour on there, and I like that it's later. You know, I'm happy he didn't say, "Oh, we're going to do it." You know, ten to ten to eight or or whatever. But, um, you know, because people obviously were still in school and work and whatever. But but it's a long day. Now, what about uh, what about sales for Friday? Or you know, cumulative sales actually were awesome. Um, 
when I got done on Friday, I was like, man, if this is any indication of what the rest of the weekend is going to be like, this is going to be nutso. Um, I was up 40% from last year on Friday, just for Friday. Um, so yeah, it was, it was good. I mean, people were buying, I didn't see a ton of Friday only badges. Um, which there was another vendor that I talked to who's in our group who did not do actually a couple vendors. Cause you know, one too, Alexa, that did not do great. Um, right. and so I kind of was trying to keep out like my, keep my eyes open for the Friday badges, but, um, I did just, it was a lot of three day badges. Yeah, I know. Uh, I, while I was there, I saw a lot of three day badges. It wasn't, wasn't a whole lot of, you know, single day badges that I, that I saw. So yeah, it's, it's interesting. They, uh, they showed up for the whole weekend. Yeah. There, I mean, I know the, the tournaments were going on too. So I don't know if you were a part of the tournament, if you had to have a three day badge or if you just automatically got to come in cause you were a part of the tournament, but, um, yeah. Well, and they, they also, this was their 10th anniversary. So they've been running this show for, you know, for 10 years. Has I, it always been in that same spot? I don't know about previous. It was in the same hall last year. I don't know about previous. Yeah, I think uh, I think they moved it to the convention center at some point. Um, I don't know where it was before, but I, I could be wrong. Um, I might be thinking of another show because let's be honest, there's been a lot of shows in Vegas. True, true. No, I always wonder like when it's, oh, it's the 10th year and, you know, and it's like, well, if it's not been 10 years in the same spot, then, you know, it doesn't really help as much as, you know, like we, we know one of the shows that we've reviewed that's, this is their 15th year and it's the 15th year in that location. So it's like, it's always the same weekend, same month, same place. So it's like, people just come to know it, you know? So that always helps. Yeah. I mean, I think Vegas is as big of a city as it is, as far as like tourism and stuff like that. I think the amount of people who actually live in Vegas is not like that big. Right. So if you have any show there, like I kept telling people when they were at the booth, they're like, oh, are you based in Vegas? I said, no, I'm in Los Angeles, but I'll be back for Amazing Las Vegas in April. And they're like, oh, OK, great. Cool. We'll see you there. Like they're coming to both because that's they want to go to Comic-Con. And that's, you know, that's really <laughs> close. Plus, Level Expo is a little bit more gaming oriented, whereas Amazing is more Comic-Con. But yeah, that's a that's a good uh, that's a good thing to hear, because let's be honest, I'm doing that show after uh, after I get back from Utah. And I was a little nervous. Yeah, I, I mean, some other vendors have said that they were nervous about the show, too, and were reluctant to do it, but um, I guess we'll see. Hopefully, people are still in mode, and it's in April, so spring break and stuff like that, hopefully. Yeah. Anywho, that's and it's another not episode. So, <laughs> so, you know, you had you had fantastic dinner plans on Friday night, but we don't have I to did. talk about that. had a hot um, date. You did have a hot date. Um <laughs> after i finally yeah. found you i know right damn um, that parking lot at mandalay bay oh my gosh vegas parking lots in general are just terrible um good dinner um you made it to the show at at uh, on time on saturday morning i got there about an hour 45 minutes an hour after the show floor opened but what time did it open on saturday so saturday was 10 to 8 Oh. That was the longest day I think I've ever had the show. It's pretty crazy long. And that was VIP 10 to 11. Yeah, cra- I mean, it's crazy. A 10-hour yeah. show day. And same thing. Um, not, not many people for VIP. Um, 
I actually, so I came in through the front door because they, they didn't let us use the dock doors on um, show days this year, like they did last year. So I came in through the front and they have the queue for the line all outside. And there was a pretty long line of people already when I got there. But I, I basically was like, I'm not getting here early, too early because I'm going to have the whole VIP hour. So I walked in at like 945 and we opened at 10. They had the VIP people just kind of standing in front of the entrance to the hall, like not a line, but just a crowd. Um, and 100% honesty, there were maybe 30 people. Um, so when I got to my booth, I was like, yeah, I'm not stressed. Like, this is going to be an easy hour. I'm going to eat my breakfast. And um, again, maybe made a couple sales. And I think I sold to some vendors on Saturday morning, but yeah, that's because that's when you uh, you messaged me and said, I need my card reader. Please go oh, get yes. it. <laughs> <laughs> the old left it charging in the hotel. Thank God you were there. I had a lot of vendors save me this weekend. Shout out to the vendors who uh, brought me water on Sunday, my card reader on Saturday. Uh, yeah, money. yeah. Sounds like you got a new mom brain. Yeah, I just Sunday morning, I remembered to get breakfast on my way, but forgot to pick up water and then. I had uh, Russell Fine was across the aisle from me with um, the protectors, and he watched me watch so I could go to the bathroom a couple times. And it's really nice when you know your neighbors. It is. It is. So Saturday when I got there, um, the the line to drop people off was literally wrapped around the front of the convention center back onto, I think it's paradise road, which is the road that's like in front of the convention center and down the street. Um, there, that there was, was like the Uber. Um, that was the Uber. There was probably 150 cars in that line, but then there were, um, the parking lot apparently was full at like 1115, 1130. Um, the, the line, the, the line queue to get in, how you talked about, you know, they had it outside. It went down the entire side of the building. Um, there was probably a thousand, fifteen hundred people in that line. Um, it, it was, it was wild. I, I haven't seen that many people in a line since Anime Town, Greenville. Um, no, but really, well like, yeah, you like that. Um, but on. honestly, uh, don't sleep on it. Honestly, like once everybody started coming in and I was at your booth, Brittany, I was like, yep, that's where all those people were. Yeah. Well, and, and one of the, um, like the main guy who helps Colton came by my booth, um, like early afternoon and just asked if I needed anything. And then he's like, Hey, do you want to see the line to get in right now? Yeah. And I was there when he did that. Yeah. He was still, it was still like that, um, hours into open. So, I don't know if they were regulating or if security was just taking a while or if it was just kind of like a, like a rush, you know, so they, they just couldn't manage getting people in on time. But um, I thank God it was in February because yeah, people would be dying out there if it was, you know, any later. So, um, so yeah, so it was, I mean, it was a good crowd and it was, it was crowded to the point where it was just, I mean, the aisles were packed. Um, I was busy consistently pretty much on Saturdays. There was a couple times when it would lull and I would just like regroup. Um, sales were up 25% on Saturday from last year. Um, and it, it was a weird buying. Like the show, 
what I sold there was kind of strange. It wasn't my usual, like I didn't sell a lot of socks, which are typically like my rack is empty by the time the show's over. Um, I did have a sale rack that I sold almost everything on it throughout the weekend. Um, but it just kind of pieced and it wasn't stressful. Like I didn't at any point think I couldn't handle it. Um, so at the end of the day, you know, I was just really happily surprised with my numbers, but they definitely are bringing the people in. I will, I will say that it was, you know, a legitimate crowd. And so then Sunday hours? Uh, Sunday hours were 10 to 6. So real, real late. Yeah, wow. real late. It's a long Sunday. show. Um, but same thing. Last two, like Russell and I kept looking at each other like, are people going to stop coming? Um, so they... I mean, people were there from four to six. I haven't heard a couple people say they were only there for a couple hours. So I don't know. I don't think they sold like, oh, you could get a badge for just the last few hours. But um, I know people were coming in just for that Sunday afternoon. Um, and then they had a tournament to that went even later because while we were breaking down, they were announcing like, hey, if you're not an exhibitor, you need to leave. Um, if you are participating in the tournament, you're welcome to stay. And, you know, we could hear people cheering and stuff back there. So I would say by 7.30, 7.45, that tournament was over. So there was another, like, rush of people that walked through. But we were all breaking down. I mean, they didn't expect us to stay. But there were people in there that late. Yeah, I know when I was uh, when I was walking out on Saturday to kind of go with your, you know, people still coming in, there was still, like – a good amount of people walking in those doors. And I walked out of there at five thirty, five forty-five, I think. Um, so yeah. Good, uh, good crowds. And, and were the sales on par? Like you think it was what you said, like 40% Friday, 25% Saturday. Were they still really good? Yes. Sun Sunday was up. Um, I was up about 25% on Sunday also. Um, Sunday. I would say Sunday and Friday were uh, pretty close. I, Sunday beat Friday, but it was it was fairly similar. But Friday was such a good day um, that the difference between Friday and Sunday just kind of closed versus last year, where it was a little bit more standard. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was still it was still a good sales day. I. I feel like there's a couple items maybe I could have brought more of that I didn't expect to sell as well um, in Vegas just because of weather um, that maybe it would have upped sales a little bit more on Sunday. But I was I was very happy. I didn't feel like I was like, oh, my gosh, I can't wait for this day to be over because I'm bored kind of thing. So with that being said, I, I, there's been some changes to the show for next year. Um, you know, the dates changing the, the location in the convention center is changing. Um, you know, and there's, there's a significant booth cost increase. Um, are you still, are you still thinking about doing the show next year? Hang on before you answer that. Oh, damn it. What, what is, what was, you said significant booth cost increase. What did they, what was it and what is it? Um, so I'm not going to give you the on-site show pricing because that'll just complicate things, but right, right. this, let's see here. So I have the thing in front of me. I'm trying to, if you book the early bird pricing, no, sorry. If you book the regular pricing, like if I were to, if I, cause I didn't renew on site for personal reasons that 
nothing bad. Just, I have some stuff that I have to figure out first. Um, but I do plan on doing the show again, but if I, since I didn't do that, if I don't get the early bird pricing, it will cost me the same price next year to have a single corner, a 10 by 10 corner, just regular, not in the premium area as it did for me to have a 10 by 20 corner this year. Oh, wow. Okay. So now, not quite you had, double, you not had quite an inline double. as well. Yeah, I had a 10 by 20, so an inline in a corner. So it's, so not, a, not an end cap, just a 10 by 20 corner. Um, and next year, if I am like, I can't spend more than that, I would only get a single corner. It's 16, let's see here, it's 1650 for a corner next year. It was 1650 for my 10 by 20 corner this year. Hmm. Okay. That's if I want the same space next year, it's so an inline in a corner would be 2550. And there's a couple discounts. Like if you pay, um, if you pay early, you save like a hundred bucks, the early bird. And then if you paid on, on site, it was a hundred dollars cheaper, but it wasn't like, you know, that's proportionately not that much. It's uh yeah, that's an expensive boot, but it sounds like it was worth it. It the sixteen fifty was totally worth it. Um and I upped from last year I only had a single ten by ten corner and I don't remember what I paid um offhand in twenty twenty two. But I felt even last year I felt like the show was significant enough that I wanted to do it again and I wanted to expand my space. Next year I need to look at it because the 10 by 20 is very helpful as far as me being able to bring, like I brought sale merchandise. I brought stuff that I could um, like clear out the inventory. The dates are different next year. So next year it is April 26th through the 28th. Um, so that changes the type of merchandise I bring also because it's a spring show versus a winter show. Winter stuff always takes up more space than, than spring stuff because tank tops and sweatshirts. Um, but I also don't think I'll be doing a sale rack right in the middle of con season. So is it worth it for me to pay that much more for a space or is it better for me to just chance what I can sell out of a 10 by 10? That's my well, only think, debate currently. Hey, I think also, I mean, I, I'm looking at coming back there. Um, but I have to take into consideration too, you know, they're moving into the West hall, which is a brand new massive hall yeah. that we don't know how much of that space they're going to take up. So, you know, if they double the vendor, you know, the vendor floor from this year, how much is that going to affect the people that are there? Yeah. The, the vendor, the West hall is the hall that I do a trade show in. So I like, it it's a massive space um i i don't know i mean it's also in the separate like it's across paradise so it has like there's like a bridge um that leads over to it i've never actually entered the west hall just like independently i've always gone from the south and north halls over to the west hall so i don't know how easy parking is and like access to that because i've never never entered from over there um but I, I don't know if he's planning on selling a lot more booths. I mean, he would have to to fill that space um, or bringing in more industry stuff. Because um, a lot of the bigger booths at the front of this, like, like there's no there's no Funko there. There's no Marvel DC. There's I didn't really see a lot like how at Anime Expo in L.A., 
the front 50% of the hall is all these gigantic booths that are just there promoting and um, doing activations and stuff like that. So I'm not sure what he plans to do to fill that space. And he didn't, I didn't get a chance to talk to him about his plans, but um, that's, that'll be a question I ask when I talk to him about my, you know, my debate. All right. So let's see, we've talked about uh, everything loadout. Loadout was pretty, uh, pretty, pretty much the same. Loadout was pretty simple. Um, they, the line to get into loadout was obviously going to be longer because everyone's leaving at the same time. Um, it took them a while to allow cars onto the show floor um, because last year I was they, we were able to drive our car right up to it. So I didn't even bring a cart with me. Um, but then some vendors found figured out that we could go up, pull up on the dock down from where they were letting cars pull in and there was just side doors. So luckily I borrowed a cart from somebody and I ended up going that way because the line to get in when I was ready, when I was done breaking down at 8.30 um, was still pretty long. So that would be the only downside to uh, to load out. But aside from that, going out the front door was simple for everybody that I talked to and um, for people who went out this side door on the dock was really easy. The renewal line um, to renew on site was very long. Um, one vendor said that it took them um, almost two hours to get through the renewal line. That's, wow. that's insane. Which wow. is craziness. Um, it was one of the reasons I was like, oh, thank goodness I don't have to renew on site because I, I had to drive back to LA Sunday night. So I'm like, I probably would have just been like, never mind, I'm not doing it anyway. Um, and then there was a, we had to pay our taxes there. So, um, that line went super fast. They just had one of their staff was designated to do that. And you walked up and handed them the money and that was that. So that was nice that that was quick. All right. Oh yeah. That's the, that's actually, I don't remember them doing that last year at, uh, at the show. Did they do that last year? I think so. I think it's a Vegas thing. I think Vegas is like, we ain't letting you leave this city with any money if it's up yeah. to us. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, you're going to pay a... here. It's like New Orleans. New Orleans is the same thing. I mean, yeah. those are very similar cities, and they're the two cities where I pay my taxes on site. And it's that's the mentality, I think. They're like, nope, we ain't letting you get home, and then you forget. or Yeah, they just want it there. But that's I do funny. like that the show handles it, because then there's because we can only pay by cash or check which i personally don't like because i would prefer it be on my credit card because there's hey there's the receipt i mean they hand us a receipt but it's it's all it is is a the third portion of the paper so yeah. right. it's not like it's stamped or anything but because we give it to the show the show pays everyone's taxes as a whole so if for some reason you you know they don't have your money that's on them like I, I paid it. So, you know, level all, up is out if they lose your, their money at some point. So all right, that's all that matters. I paid, leave me alone. Yeah, exactly. Get out of my sandbox. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and how, and how often, I mean, I would prefer all the shows do that. Cause how often do we get back and we're like, Oh, they didn't give us the form on site. Now I got to go through this website and this website means I got to start an account. And then that account wants me to pay quarterly, not monthly. And it, or not right after the special event. It's just all so complicated. So if I can do it right there, then I don't have to worry about it. It's over and done with. 
It's true. It's kind of what, kind of like, uh, there's a lot of, a lot of States that are doing it and people complain like, you know, Louisiana, they do it at new Orleans. I, I like it. Let's just let me give yeah. you the money. And I, I would even pay cause there's a couple of States where like you can pay by credit card online and you have to pay a little like fee. I would rather pay the fee to have the receipt yeah, and to know. So true. I do wish more States would like would start to do that or, or like Vegas and, um, in New Orleans, if they would accept that, because I don't carry my checkbook around with me. I know some people do, but um, I can't remember the last time I wrote a check other than for rent. <laughs> oh. I, I carry it to the states that I know I'm going to have to pay taxes in because I can't tell you the amount of times that that check has, uh, has saved my butt. Yeah. Oh, no, I have the canceled check right here for, you know, the... $73 that I owed you, not the $17,000 <laughs> that you're trying to tell me that I owe you. That's a valuable piece of paper, that check receipt. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. So, uh, good good times had at the show. Uh, yeah. 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 All right. <laughs> That's so, about um, it, huh? Yeah. yeah I mean, I'm... it was a pretty straightforward. I, now, I will say this. We did talk to a couple vendors between Alexa and I that did not have good weekends, um, like pretty bad weekends, I'll call it. Not even like, oh, it was fine. They either broke even or, you know, just barely on either side of that. So if anybody's considering doing the show, I would definitely do a little research as to what your product and your price point is and who else might already be at the show. Like take a look at the exhibitor list from this year. Because I know Alexa, who you talked to, um, not to name names, I mean, you can if you want to, but um, when I, after you told me he didn't have a great weekend, I walked around the show floor a little bit on Sunday and I noticed like four other booths selling, maybe not the exact same thing, but, but similar sim- stuff. Similar stuff and in the same category. And like you said, at that type of show, a lot of people are probably not in the market for that. And if you're competing, um, Russell had a great weekend. He was like super thrilled, but there were no one else selling protectors for um, like posters and art for the most part. There's one other guy selling like collectibles and gaming uh, protectors. So they weren't really competing. So that might be different if next year, all of a sudden they bring in, you know, two more vendors that do similar. And he, he mentioned that too, when he was talking about whether or not he wanted to renew was because he needed to figure out not not whether or not he was going to renew, but what kind of space he was going to get because he needed to know, you know, if there was going to be another one. Um, so I, there's no, there was no one there. There was a couple people with glassware, but not like what you do. And there was no one there for the most part that I saw with like Disney art. So like, I think you and Meg would do great there, Ryan, but people yeah. need to look at that before. Yeah. I, I'm going to be that person that I had, I had a competitor there and I, I checked out their work and it was, uh, it was, it was not fantastic. It was, uh, all laser engraved glass. And I think everybody knows if they've talked to me that laser engraved glass is just bad because it's just bad, but if you can do it well, right, then you can do it well. And their prices, weren't they like crazy higher than yours? Oh my gosh. Their, their pricing was, was nearly double mine. And the crazy thing was like, I did see some people make some, some purchases and I'm just like, really? I could sell my stuff for that much, but I'm not gonna, but that's, that's a whole other, other thing. I think, uh, you know, 
watching people this weekend, I did see a lot of empty hands. Mm-hmm. That was that was something that I did see. Like a lot of people had great weekends, but I, I think it was, you know, a small percentage of the uh, of the attendees making all those purchases. Because man, it was uh, it was definitely thin on the the bag situations. That's what I think happens a lot of times at um, gaming and anime expos because just the median age at those shows is so much younger than at a traditional Comic-Con. And the, the spending power is just not there. So you're going to have, I think you're going to have, like I sell a lot of my lower end stuff. I do not sell a ton of skirts at those shows because they're my highest dollar item. But I sell a lot of the, the lower price stuff and the sales stuff. I mean, even if the sales stuff is still pricier, they see sale and they think, okay, I, you know, I got to get that now. And then you're, but then on the flip side, people who, older people who are into anime, they know that that stuff is expensive because it's all imported. So their mindset is a little bit more like, okay, I can spend more money. You don't really have that middle ground of people. And that's where I think the dollars, it it gets divided. So you kind of have to have a little bit of everything price-wise. I think to succeed at shows like this, which again, what people have to re- figure out whether or not a gaming expo is for them. It is true. And next, next year it's, uh, I, I will say there's a, there's a fantastic coupling that they can make because they can drive to Utah, do a fantastic anime show in uh, Salt Lake city and then come right down to level up. Yeah. That's, which is exactly what a- I'd be doing. That was a big conversation that I had actually with several vendors this weekend was tying the shows together. And I think, I think for some people who are coming from the East coast level up might be a really great show to add on to a trip, even though it's not as big of a show as maybe some of these other ones that you would trek cross country for. But if you can tag it on, it's definitely a show worth doing. I mean, it it was a really good show for me. Like I would say is on like a middle show for me. Um, but I also drive. So, you know, that's a factor too. Um, but we'll see what he does with it next year. I mean, the, the review for next year's will be a massive comparison <laughs> difference. Yes. All right. Well, Ryan, do you got anything else, man? No. Because Lily, Lily's being chatty. Yeah, no, we're good. I think we can go ahead and end it there. Um, yeah. Brittany, anything else you want to say to everybody? Where to find you? Two T's, two uh, E's? I'm- Yes, two T's, two E's, no Y on Instagram. Facebook is Brittany Braun Designs. And on Etsy, it is Brittany Braun Designs with no spaces. All right. Etsy doesn't like spaces. <laughs> and L- Lily says hello. She's calling all of her best friends on the phone right now. She loves me. Which is all the noise that you hear. <laughs> well, thanks for coming back on again. I know this is like your probably third or fourth time and probably not your last, but so we appreciate all the help. I love coming on. Thanks for having me. All right. We'll see everybody next week. See you guys. Uh-huh.